All right, Gunter, welcome back. It's been almost a whole yeah. year since we tried this, and the relegation zone is now back. Yeah. Just coming out of the international break. New games start in a couple days, and we're, we missed the first couple weeks due to, of course, technical difficulties, but now everything is fixed. Yeah. So this will probably be our first official podcast even though we've tried to record like what four times yeah something like that. seems like it so as we have uh as we've discussed even though nobody else has ever heard it before because we were never able to get it out there let's get right to it gunter and who is in the relegation zone pretty sure bournemouth correct I'm not sure of the other two. Watford and Stoke City, Gunter. Yeah, that's it. All on one point, which actually is kind of interesting because last year it took until week five until uh, every team had at least a point. And here we are after three games played and everybody's got a point. Only one win, in fact, separating the eighth place team Arsenal from the bottom team bottom team in 20th Stokes it. Yep. But what's the most important number this week, Gunter? 24. 24, uh, Gunter. And you know why 24? Nope. Because it's 24 spots between Arsenal and your Canaries. Yep. All the way down in the middle of the now championship. So for those of you who this will be your first time listening, which is pretty much everybody, because we've never been able to get this thing published, I am an Arsenal fan, and my nephew Gunter, Gunter, who do you support? Norwich. Norwich City. Yep. Last year in the down. last year in the Premier Premier League, but relegated, and now starting off the season in the middle of the Championship. Yep. So. Uh, Gunter, what would you like to talk about this week? We talked about, we wanted to talk about the relegation zone. We know who's there. We want to review kind of the first couple weeks of the season. Yeah, starting off the table. Man City at the top, pretty sure. Yep, Man City, nine points. Three out of three. So, Man United, so is Chelsea, as expected. That is correct. So, the top three are all on nine points. Um, only separated by uh, a single goal by Man City over uh, Chelsea and Manchester United. In fact, Chelsea and Manchester United are really both second. They have the same goal differential and same points. Yep, and then some surprises. Everton, yes. fourth. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the next three spots are, I would say, surprises this early in the season. Yep. Everton, Hull City on six, and uh, Middlesbrough, newly promoted Middlesbrough, yeah. uh, up on five points. Yeah. Right right in front of Tottenham Hotspur, only because of alphabetics. Yep. <laughs> and then my team, Arsenal, and defending champions Leicester, uh, in at eighth and ninth on four points apiece. I think both got off the slow starts. Uh, yeah. Arsenal did not look good in their first game. Leicester really didn't look good in their first game. And uh, then they played each other to a draw the second week of the season, 
and then both were able to get wins in the third game, so leaving them both sitting at uh, four points. Yep. And uh, looking ahead to this weekend's games, Manchester Derby. This early in the season, kind of going to put one team up up ahead of the other, that's for sure, because, well, unless they draw, of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty likely. You think so? Yeah. Think it's going to be I a mean, draw? If Man City, you're lucky because Sergio Gro was suspended for this game. Right. And so if Man City's defense can't hold down the uh, striking forces of Man United, I don't think that they'll be able to salvage a point. Right. I think it's at Old Trafford, I think. Or is it at the Eddie had? I'm not sure. I think it's at the had, but if Man City can lock down the striker, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I think that they have a good chance. I I think you're probably right, but uh, I think that the the last game that uh, Manchester United played, I think that showed them how um, how they need to uh, to play against Manchester United. Um, they didn't get a, a score until very late um, in the uh, in that match. So I think that's probably the best way for uh, for United to probably get a uh, or for City to, to clear them. But I think these are going to be these are two very strong teams. Both got rid of a lot of players, brought in a lot of players as, you know, was there as the way they've kind of been over the past couple of seasons. And, uh, and Chelsea's, yeah. Chelsea's right back up there at the top. After being, what, 12th in the league last season? Yep. Disappointing season. Didn't get off to a good start at all. Fired Jose Mourinho, who is now the coach at Man United. Yep. The manager, as to speak. Uh... So, I think Chelsea have brought in a couple good players to fix the spots that they didn't have good players in. For example, they brought in N'Golo Conte from Leicester, who was a very de facto player for Leicester last season. Surprise champions. Well, there's some other interesting games, too, I think, uh, at least on Saturday. You've got uh, Liverpool and Leicester. Um, yeah, that should be a good game. Which should be a pretty good game. And Arsenal plays Southampton, um, which is usually a tough game for Arsenal. They always Southampton always plays Arsenal pretty tough. Um, yeah. And uh, you've got some, you've got some other games that I'm. I mean, I'm not all that interested in them, but uh, you know, you got Hull playing Burnley, so Hull needs to kind of put Burnley away. And maybe, yeah. uh, maybe Hull's a little bit better than people are, and uh, people are giving him credit for. And you know, these are the kind of games with Hull that they can't afford to drop points if they're going to try to stay in the top four position like they are now. Yeah. And then let's see. On Sunday, we've got uh, just one game. That's Swansea and Chelsea. Uh, and then Monday, Monday night football, Sunderland and Everton. So that'll be uh, that'll be a pretty tough match. Sunderland and Everton 
usually play pretty tough against each other. Yeah, that should be a good game. I think if Everton really want to prove themselves, they'll have to beat some of the teams that they weren't able to last year. Like, for example, they would always lose to or draw with teams like West Brom, who they yeah. were able to beat, and some mid-table teams. And then they always lost to like Arsenal and some big names like that. Both of the Manchester clubs, usually Leicester last season. Well, I know the other thing we talked about that we wanted to take a look at too, so that you know, because people kind of forget about this, but especially those of our fans that listen to us and don't understand soccer as much, that with the relegation zone, of course, comes promotion. So when we lose three teams from the Premier League, three teams come up. And right now in the championship, you've got uh, some familiar names to uh, Premier uh, League fans, but also probably not some couple that aren't very familiar to people. Leading yeah. leading uh, the championship on 13 points after five games is Huddersfield Town, yep. of all teams, followed Surprising. by, followed by uh, former um, Premier League team Fulham in second, just a couple points behind. And then you have a glut of teams on nine points, in fact, the third through the seventh position, uh, which includes Barnsley, and then a, a number of former Premier League teams, Newcastle, Queen's Park, Bristol, and Nottingham Forest, rounding out uh, the top of the championship. So, yep. uh, and already, you know, I, I was looking at the championship uh, um, table, and I'm already seeing Blackburn all the way down at the bottom, Leeds all the way down at the bottom, Wigan, yeah. Aston Villa, Reading, Norwich in the middle, Birmingham Wolves, all these teams that, you know, in the past four or five years have been up in the Premier League and, and already deep down the table uh, in the championship. Yeah, they're not doing so hot. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about uh, where people are at, kind of the beginning of the season. What did you, uh, anything that you thought was interesting coming out of the end of the transfer window that then people going to be joining new teams now? After the international break? Yeah, I think so. There will be some uh, I think there'll be some surprises up there. So what do you think was the biggest shock of the uh, the transfer window at the deadline? Anything anything crazy? Mainly no, I think Tottenham had a good last day. Yeah, they stole a player out from underneath under uh, out from Everton, right? Yeah, they stole uh be able to uh, get a uh, name. Camps. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. Uh, the but guy. The guy that went to um, who? Sissoko. Sissoko. Yes. Yeah. He went to. To Tottenham. Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. Wanted to play some Premier League soccer. No, not not only Premier League soccer, but. Uh, Tottenham offers him the one thing that he wasn't going to get at Everton, and that's Champions League football too. Um, yep. So, well, I thought there were a couple of really good um, moves and also some surprising ones. Um, I was really surprised that um, David Luiz returned to Chelsea um, after being at PSG for a couple of years because um, he's not played well there, and frankly, he hasn't really played well since – the, the World Cup final loss in Brazil. 
Um, yeah, he is not. But I guess he knows the club, and maybe they're hoping that he's going to be able to, I don't know, shore up some of that defense. Chelsea's defense has definitely looked uh, suspect, even though they've they've played pretty well in their first three games. Yeah, they have. And then, as you then as you said, you had uh, Sissoko going to Tottenham. Um, Wilford Boney uh, went to Stoke. Um, Islam Slimani went to Leicester. They picked him up on transfer day. Um, and I know there are you know number of a number of other moves, but you know Arsenal picked up uh, two players that they had been looking at, looking for, and I think particularly uh, Mustafi, the defender from Germany that they got to come in. That was a huge need because uh, Mertesacker is going to be out for probably most of the first half of the season, and uh, they really were they were a little, they were hurting for a defender. But Rob Holding, the uh, defender they brought in um, over the summer, had played pretty well. So it'll be be interesting to see how they fit um, the him and the other new player Perez into the team. Yeah, I think so. They will. Uh... I think will fit well. They've always needed a, a really good center back, and they got that yeah. in Mustafi. So he can. Murder soccer has been slowing down the last couple of years. They need someone alongside Kashelny, and I think they got that. In, yeah, I think uh, I think when he gets healthy, I think it'll be good uh, for Murder soccer to be able to come in and play in the cup games because he's still the team captain, and uh, you get out of it, you? you know. It'll be good. Yeah. There are some not-so-good transfer windows, but uh, there were some pretty good transfer windows. Pogba and Ibra both going to uh, Man United, leaving uh, Juventus and Paris Saint-Germain, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. There have been some real shockers. So, so far, how do you feel about how the season's going? Um, okay. Are you you surprised by any teams? Um, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, the, uh, some of the good teams from last season are not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. Leicester losing the whole opening weekend. Yep. And then some not so good games for other teams as well. Uh, Southampton down at 15th right now. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by them. Um, yeah. They usually have strong teams. They usually start okay, so... Yeah, I was a little surprised that Stoke City is down at the bottom of the table. I thought they'd do a little better. I mean, they lost to Everton on an own goal. Sort of unfortunate. But, yeah. And then there's some teams that you are pretty much shocked by. Hull City in fifth. Middlesbrough in sixth. And there's some teams that right where you expected them to be, like Man City, Chelsea, Manchester United, 
at the top. So uh, this weekend is going to be some good games. So which which ones are you looking for the most? Probably the Manchester Derby. Mm-hmm. Early early in the morning, seven thirty. Yes. Going to be a really good game. And then you can go right to Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal versus Southampton at the Emirates. Yeah, they play at Bournemouth. At Ten. West. Yeah, Bournemouth, West Brom, Burnley, Hull City, Stoke, Tottenham, at uh, at Stoke. Yeah. I think Stoke that might be a way to prove themselves. They can get a point. I think that'd be good for them. Well, I think I'm gonna watch the three big games. I'll get. Uh, I'll do Manchester Derby at seven thirty. Arsenal Southampton at ten, and then go Liverpool Leicester at twelve thirty. Yeah, that'd be a good schedule yeah. to watch. Okay, well, so we've uh, we kind of got caught up on where we're at at the season, and you know, as everybody or as well, not everybody knows, but as those who probably follow this know, we're coming out of an international break, so teams have been off essentially for now almost a week and a half. The players that had international duty have gone off with their national team, so we don't really have a lot of uh, real football in terms of games to talk about, just kind of wrapping up the beginning of the season. So next week when we come back, we will discuss the games from this weekend and uh, kind of uh, see how people have come out of the international break, see if anybody maybe picked up injuries and uh, make sure everybody's still healthy. And uh, then we'll have another show where we'll uh, wrap up this next week. Yeah. So, uh, finally, I'm going to do some predictions for all the games. Okay. Manchester United, Manchester City. Oh, you want to start with the you want to start with the big one? All right, yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead. The first one. All right. Uh since it's at Old Trafford, I'm going to go 1-0 Manchester United. I think the home crowd will give Manchester United an advantage. I think Ibrahimovic is going to be able to score on the weekend Manchester City defense. Okay. AFC Bournemouth, West Brom. I think it's going to come out a 0-0 draw, even though West Brom has been at the middle of the table. Bournemouth's not doing so hot either. I don't think they'll be able to score a point. Uh... I think Arsenal will beat Southampton 2-1. I think it'll be a close game, but Arsenal will be able to pull away late and score the winning goal and then keep Southampton out of the attacking third and so they can't create chances. Okay. And then Burnley Hull City, I think that's going to probably be a tough game to call because both teams have started off really well. Well, maybe not so hot for Burnley, but they they did well by beating Liverpool. But I think Hull City's going to come out a 1-0 winner on okay. this. Uh, Middlesbrough Crystal Palace. I think Middlesbrough's going to win this one. one nothing. Um, It's at Middlesbrough Stadium and Crystal Palace, even though they signed Ben Teke, they haven't been doing so well. They haven't gotten off to a great start. 
And then I think Tottenham's going to beat Stoke City 2 nothing. Okay. Stoke City is not going to do well against a very good team in Tottenham. And then West Ham United Watford, I'm gonna go one nothing, West Ham. Or Liverpool Leicester. It's a hard game to call, but I think one one or two no two two. Gonna be a hard fought game. I think Leicester will really be looking to get a good start. But I think Liverpool will come back, and it'll be a tight race. If Leicester does win, then maybe Liverpool's not as good as we thought they were. Okay. And then Swansea-Chelsea. I think Swansea will be able to hold off Chelsea and get a draw, mm-hmm. 0-0. I think Chelsea will trying a lot, but they won't be able to get past the Swansea defense. And finally, Monday game, I'm going to pick Everton 1-0 over Sunderland. Sunderland is not off to a great start. They've been one of those teams that is, you think you think that they're going to go down every year, but they don't. Yep. Sunderland barely escaped relegation last season and this and this year before. Uh, so, there's my predictions. Okay, well, I'm going to go in reverse. I'll start with the Sunderland Everton and work my way back. I think that it's going to be a 1-1 draw to Sunderland. They're at home, and they always park the bus pretty well, and they always get crap goals. So, I think that they'll probably uh, they'll draw 1-1 to Everton. On the Sunday matches... Uh, or the Sunday match, uh, I don't think Swansea's got anything for Chelsea. I think Chelsea wins that 3 nothing. Chelsea's offense looks really good, and uh, defensively I think they'll, they'll be too much for, uh, for them. Uh, I'm thinking that Leicester-Liverpool is either going to end a 1-1 or a 0-0 draw. Um, Liverpool kind of looked like they were going to be okay. Again, in that Arsenal match, but I don't, I don't think they can keep that up. Um, I'm taking uh, West Ham to win two nothing over Watford. Watford's already down at the bottom of the table. West Ham's at home, um, and they they've been playing pretty solid football. I would I would guess Payet's going to get himself a free kick and somebody else will score. Um, I'll take Stoke and Tottenham at a draw. Stoke parks the bus probably better than any team in the the Premier League, and they'll just sit on Tottenham and be happy that they take a point. Um, I think one of the surprise teams of this year is going to be Middlesbrough. Um, and I'm going to take Burrow one nothing over Crystal Palace. Um, I think that could, that game could be two as well. But I think Palace is going to be better than where they're currently sitting in the, uh, the table. Um, I think Hall's the real deal. Um, they got good young players. I'm going to take Hull, even though they're away, I'm going to take them 2-0 over Burnley. Um, I'm going to pick Arsenal to win 3-0 over Southampton. I think with Mesut Ozil all back in and Sanchez playing and they've gotten rid of some of the dead wood and Cazorla playing, and I think with bringing in this striker who probably won't get in 
um, in this first game. I think it's going to motivate some of the other forwards to produce. So I look for Giroud to have a big game if he plays. Uh, with uh, Bournemouth and West Brom, I really don't really know you know what's going to happen here. Both of these teams, they play hot and cold. I'm just going to say it's going to be a draw, and I'll probably go with nil-nil. And I think, surprisingly, um, I think United has done all the right things in this offseason. Um, they brought in probably, they brought in, well, clearly the best available manager. They brought in some of the best available players. Uh, but even with that, I still think they're trying to gel. And I think they'll win, but I think they're going to get another late goal and beat Manchester City one nothing. All right. So we can keep our predictions and talk about them next week. All right. All right, well, uh, Gunter, uh, another uh, another excellent time talking to you. I'm looking forward to uh, our predictions. I'm sure we'll talk over the weekend and uh, see how things are going. And then we'll uh, plan on getting this recorded and sent out to everybody next Tuesday uh, when we do our next show. Everybody, thanks for joining myself and Gunter on the relegation zone. Gunter, until next week. All right. Go Arsenal. <laughs>